0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 32 of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Dylan. And I'm Sierra. And today we are going to be talking about clowns, Sierra's favorite. (laughs) Uh, The movies we're going to be talking about are Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988, Clown House from 1989, and Clown from 2014. So enjoy.
1: Before we get into the episode, um, I do want to bring up something that we're very sad about, the passing of Toby Hooper. He's literally my favorite horror director. He made Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which if you've ever listened to our show, you know I'm obsessed with.
0: She mentions it every fucking episode. No, (laughs) I went
1: one episode without mentioning it, so (laughs) eh. Um, I literally, Dylan came downstairs and told me, and I cried, like (laughs) literally cried. It's really sad to see somebody who's so influential in the horror genre uh, pass away. Uh, But luckily we do have all of his amazing work to look back on and uh, at least we have that. Um, But Toby Hooper, you're awesome. Rest in peace. Thanks for giving me nightmares.
0: It was a night like any other night, then Something happened. You see that? Something different. Star shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? All right, we're going to start the episode out talking about Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. It was made by the Chioto's brothers, who are best known for, like, their... The band? No, not the band. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're best known for their work with, like, special effects. Usually it's, like, claymation. They've done a lot of claymation work. The movie follows a town... That is being terrorized by killer clowns from outer space, who are going around and. It
1: is probably the most self-explanatory. It,
0: yeah, it really ever. is.
1: They kill you with popcorn guns.
0: Popcorn guns that and eat you, right?
1: The popcorn eats you.
0: Rays that turn you into cotton candy balls. No, they, they harvest wrap you
1: yeah. cotton candy balls. This sound. This movie sounds a lot like it's cheesy, but like it wasn't as cheesy as we're. The description makes it seem it was a lot better done than than it sounds, and um, the with with the mention of the Chioto's brothers and the claymation and special effects makeup, it's like the clown makeup was like the perfect combination of claymation <laughs> and special effects.
0: Well, the the clown o- outfits in this, it was very interesting because the other two movies that we're covering and normally anytime you watch like a clown, film, it's a person in clown a, makeup, right? It's a person in clown makeup or like a clown outfit, and this. They had their own look to where their heads were shaped strangely, their and bodies you
1: could, were shaped strange. Yeah. yeah,
0: you could tell they were puppets, but the work was very well done on it. Like they had their facial expressions were able to move, and their, their ears eyes, would move, yeah. their eyes, yeah. So they did still have that look like they, like they had human qualities, but it was very different from what you would normally see.
1: Um, I'd say the best way to describe the clowns is um. It's like an animated clown like you'd see in an old cartoon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know how like a cartoon doesn't necessarily represent a human a real human figure. It's the same thing where the heads were kind of funky shaped and all that. I actually like them a lot and I, and uh, I was expecting to not be very pleased with this movie because of how epically cheesy it is. But um,
0: well we've seen it before but it, yeah, it's been I haven't a long time. Yeah. yeah,
1: I haven't seen it in a really long time. I watched it with my uncle Clay. We rented it from a video store once. No, I, I, I honestly was expecting to really dislike it. Um, like I liked it when I was a kid, but I expected to not like it now because my taste in horror has changed so much. But um, it really wasn't bad, and and I think that what helped it for me is that I watched the other movie before this. Clownhouse. Clownhouse, and I really didn't like that one at all. So this one looked really good in comparison. Um, I, f- I feel like what the Chiotos brothers did with this movie is that they they took an idea that was obviously cheesy. And they were like, we're just gonna flow with it. We're not gonna try and make it ser- too serious. But there are scenes that are sincerely creepy.
0: Yeah, um, specifically ones that really fucked me up. Um, the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the scene where the one clown is luring the little little girl and he's like telling her to come here and he's just like telling her to be quiet. It's so fucking creepy. And then um, the one police officer gets killed by, I, I think it's actually the same clown, and he turns him into a puppet. So like he has his hand in him, and he like a mannequin puppet. And he has like the jawline drawn out, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> like a ventriloquist dummy. That's the word I'm looking for. And he's like talking. He's like, "We just want to kill you. We just want to kill." You. And then he pulls his hand out of the guy's back, and like it's his covered hands- in blood. And he like shakes the blood off. Oh, it's so creepy. But yeah, the clowns were very creepy. As far as, like, the tone of the movie, the cheesiness of it, we've bashed on cheesy movies a lot in the past. The most recent one, I'd say, is probably Terror Vision. Oh, God. But, um, <laughs> The, uh... This one had its own theme song, too. Yeah, this one's theme song didn't bother me as much. But, um, as far as that, though, <sighs> Terror Vision, I feel like it was directed towards... An adult and it was just very very cheesy this I feel like there were aspects that were serious like the the Creepy parts that we mm-hmm. had mentioned, but I mean like the acting wasn't over-the-top cheesy mm-hmm. like there No,
1: the acting was actually all right. A yeah, bad. there
0: there were absolutely 100% cheesy parts, but the way I Thought of it as was it was a kids movie. I considered it much like gremlins like gremlins. Mm-hmm. There's very like there's childish aspects to it, it to it's, it's
1: like a kid's movie with adult humor yeah the kid could sit down and watch killer clowns from outer space and be all right with it and then there's be like little things that we laugh at that they wouldn't catch
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know i mean i i wouldn't necessarily say this is meant for kids by any means but i think it like they it wouldn't bother a child very
0: much it's very tame
1: yeah yeah that's a good word tame
0: yeah i tame. i would show my kids this we it, don't
1: have kids i know we're not <laughs>
0: Another thing I liked about the movie too is the characters were very likable. Like you had the uh, the two guys in the ice cream truck that were like trying to pick up girls. And- they,
1: they kept getting blamed for the whole thing too by the the officer that turned into a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, he was like he kept getting calls, and they're like, "There's killer clowns! They're all they're all over the place, you know." And he kept getting calls, like the phone was off the hook, and he's like it's like. Those assholes in that ice cream truck again.
0: <laughs> Their introduction's perfect too. They go up to like the uh like the make out spot and there's like, oh, get some ice cream <laughs> like take a break and get some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I mean the main characters too, Mike, Debbie and Dave were very likable. I was expecting Debbie and Mike to end up together and then Dave's like, Oh, I'm the ex boyfriend and I care about you and towards the end of the movie, like I don't know if they end up back together, but Dave kisses Debbie on the head and it's this big happy moment and it's like, all right, like whatever you guys want to do with it. Just remember,
1: Debbie, he's an ex for a reason. (laughs) There's always a reason.
0: The the ending scene is great too with the guys who, the ice cream truck guys, they drive the truck through the spaceship and...
1: That's what I want to talk about, that damn spaceship. Okay. (laughs) So... It looks like a circus tent. Right. So then, when it when they first find it, they see shooting star and it lands in the woods. So they're like, Oh, let's go chase this. So before they the main characters get there, a uh, farmer from like the middle of nowhere and his dog get there, and he like taps on the tent and it's hard like metal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Ain't no ice cream truck gonna drive through that thing.
0: I, nothing has to be believable in this movie series. <laughs> I like to A in- clown literally jumps down with boxing gloves on and punches a guy's head off
1: yeah that was actually cool um okay so my if i was in this situation i need to bring this up because i do not like clowns and it's not like scary clowns it's like real sincere clowns i don't like real sincere clowns like i can look at creepy scary clowns all day long it does not bother me it's like when i see a real clown at a fair freaks me the hell out because i just think like who they are but if I was walking in the middle of the woods and I saw a circus tent, the last thing my ass would be doing is going in it. And this is coming from the person who'd go into abandoned buildings and (laughs) hospitals and shit. I'm not gonna go into a circus tent. No way, no fucking way. You're not gonna catch me dead there. But these two idiots go in, get into this like elevator-like thing, like play around in this tent for a while, find dead bodies in cotton candy, and then they instead of going to the police and being like, yo, there's some psychos dressed like clowns killing people. No, they're like, Oh, we found a crazy circus tent spaceship and it came out of the sky Like, do you think the cops gonna believe you? Lie. Just a little bit to get them up there and then let them see for themselves. Like, there's dead bodies up here. There's dead people <laughs> everywhere. Come on. What do you think the cop was gonna say? But yeah, I don't like clowns.
0: Um, an interesting thing about this movie is it had a budget of $2 million. Almost all of that went to the production of the movie. They really didn't spend a lot of money on the special effects or anything because the Chiodos Brothers... Practical effects? They Yeah, they make the practical effects, so they had stuff. They they made everything themselves.
1: You said $2 million? Yes. I could do a lot with $2 million. That movie was $2 million?
0: I'm curious to see what they do with the sequel, because they are making a sequel right now, and it's called Return... Of the killer clowns from outer space in 3D.
1: The Chioto's brothers are making it? Uh, Yes. I hope it says cheesy.
0: I know. Cheesy, cheesy. I believe that Mike, the actor who played Mike, is coming back for it.
1: Oh, God. He was all right. Like, the, that, that's the one thing that I'm going to say, is that, like, usually when you watch a cheesy movie, the thing that ruins it for me is, like, bad acting. Like, this was a cheesy plotline, but the acting was all right, so it was fine. Um, The only acting that was super cheesy was the farmer in the beginning, and he was only in, like, five minutes of
0: it. All right, so you want to get into ratings? Sure do. Um,
1: All in all, of the cheesy movies, this is the best of the worst. Um, uh, I thought the acting was good. The plotline was cheesy. Makeup was good. It's like every other... Pro, there's a con. So it's a very it's a very well balanced. So with that being said, I'm gonna give it a five point one. Because I don't like the zeros.
0: Um, I would categorize this as like children's horror. I would put this in, like I said, with like gremlins. This is a puny horror movie for babies. Something I would show like my future kids, but it it's still good in its own right. Um, I think out of all the cheesy movies I've watched, I can handle this one the most. I am going to give it a 6.8. Ooh, that's really high. It's because you like clowns. I don't like clowns. So that gives an average of a six. So we asked you guys on Instagram what you would rate this movie out of a 10 and the average rating was an 8.5. We got a lot of awesome responses so as always thank you to anyone who contributed a rating. We appreciate you.
1: Are strong. Life
0: cannot All right, next so we're going to talk about Clown House from 1989. It was directed by the scum of the earth, Victor Salva. We'll go into it a little bit. We discussed it somewhat, somewhat in the Jeepers Creepers episode. It's a lot
1: more relevant in this one. Yeah.
0: So Victor Salva was arrested for... Molesting a child, a child, and it was the actor of this movie, Nathan Winters. So, Salva obviously gotten some shit for it. He did less time than he should have done.
1: And he thinks everybody for- should forgive him because he's a fucking dickwad.
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah. It's really hard to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go this route.
0: Hold on. No, I'm going to... I got it. So, because of the controversy behind the movie for that reason, the movie kind of fell off. Um, Which I understand. Yeah, there wasn't... It wasn't mass produced. There wasn't, like... There wasn't a DVD release until, like, the mid-2000s. It really just wasn't something that a lot of people knew about
1: wanted to know about.
0: I mean, I I said it in the Jeepers Creepers episode, like, we in no way support Victor Salva. But there are other people that are involved with the making of his movies that do deserve recognition for their work.
1: Especially Nathan Winters. Yes.
0: So that's why we're covering this movie. Moving on to the movie. The movie follows three brothers who begin getting terrorized by clowns that are actually escaped mental patients who kill clowns, steal their makeup, and follow the boys home from the circus.
1: As creepy as the director is. It makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> not to keep going into Victor Salva, knowing what came of that situation, there are plot points in this movie that are very awkward.
1: And yeah, like the watching the movie, it's uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: the beginning of the movie, like, it focuses a lot on nathan whose character in the movie's name was casey in his underwear there's even a part where it like shows him like his butt yeah and it's just kind of weird and then there's some dialogue in the movie mainly that sam rockwell's character randy did where it was just very sexual but it was always like towards the little boy yeah yeah so it was kind of awkward at times to watch um. i feel like
1: if we didn't know what he did we wouldn't think as much into it but it's like after and steven had brought this up to us as well when he watched it he said like uh, uh, watching it before and watching it after knowing what happened it really changed the whole feel of the movie and it makes it a lot darker not in a good way we don't want that kind of darkness when we're watching horror movies it's not horror movies are supposed to be fictional not 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 real in any way
0: real life is scarier than movies yeah
1: Um, so it's, it's really, it it almost made me want to shut off the movie, honestly. I think it was worse than when I watched, uh, fucking Cannibal Holocaust.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that just made it awkward. Um, other than that, seeing an early Sam Rockwell was cool, because I'm a big Sam Rockwell fan. I love, like, Choke, Matchstick Men, Seven Psychopaths. Pretty much anything I see him in, I'm always a fan of him, so it's cool to see one of his, like, starting. first movies, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it was his first movie, actually. So there was Casey, Jeffrey, and Randy. And their brothers. Yeah, Randy was kind of the older, like, you know, older brother. He bullied them, the two younger brothers mm-hmm. quite a bit. And then, um...
1: The one, the one younger brother with the glasses always protected Casey. Kind of stood up for him, tried to um, hide that he was peeing his bed.
0: Yeah. Now, Casey's character... I thought it was a little weird. Like, he's very...
1: Wasn't he supposed to be 12? And he, he seemed a lot. Well, the actor than 12. was
0: twelve. I don't know if.
1: I think he was supposed to be. I'm pretty sure they mentioned that he was twelve in the.
0: He was very like younger. He acted like a younger child, and he had some Not... of the some of the stuff was very over dramatized. Like the part where they're at the circus and he sees the clown, and he like runs out, and his brothers follow him out, and he's like bawling his eyes out, and he's like I hate clowns, I hate them. Like I feel like. Yeah, people are afraid of things, but not to that extent. Like, the whole movie is him freaking the fuck out about clowns, which he freaks out about the clowns. Like, the movie starts with a bad dream that he has before they even go to the circus or anything. Yeah, like, he
1: already doesn't like clowns. Yeah,
0: like, they really went into detail. He does not like clowns, and I feel like it was very over-dramatized to show. It could have just said, oh, he's afraid of clowns. Like, oh, I don't like clowns, they're creepy. But they made it that he was fucking terrified. And it's like... No kid that I know. It
1: would have made more sense for him, him to way. get that fear after going to the circus not before. Right. Um the with with what you said with him acting younger and being really terrified of clowns, not so much the clowns but acting younger could honestly be a real trait from the actor dealing with what he was going through at that point in time. Um not to keep going back to that, but it's like really honestly the only thing I could focus on. Um this movie in general, the acting was all right. The um the whole plotline was pretty boring.
0: I see. The one, the, the the idea of the movie was awesome. Is awesome. This movie could honestly have been the most terrifying movie, if it was done right. But watching <clears> it, <throat> I was really bored watching it for yeah. most of the movie. Like I zoned out quite a bit, much like I did with my soul to take. It yeah. was just not something that could keep my attention, and I tried. Really hard, but it was like this was my first time watching this movie. It was your first time watching this movie, and um, reading like the plot summary of it or not the plot, the synopsis, it sounded creepy. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, I'll cover this movie because it sounds like it could be something that's truly terrifying with this plot, and it really could have been, but it to me, it wasn't.
1: Um, there is one scene that I really did like in this movie, and it's the scene when the um, escaped patients kill the clowns and they're putting on the makeup. I really like, because it's like a close-up. You don't see their full face, you just see the guy and he's t- he's putting his fingers in the white makeup and he's rubbing his fingers in them and then he's like smearing it on his face. And for whatever reason, it's not that creepy of an thing to do, but the way that they filmed it, it did. It was like really eerie, like watching him do his clown makeup. And they, did, they were pretty creepy looking
0: clowns. They, yeah, they were creepy clowns for sure.
1: Unfortunately, I just feel like all the shit around this movie really just tore the movie down for me. It was really hard to get past everything that was going on on the outside of this movie. I tried to look at it
0: as its own thing. But it's really
1: hard not to, though, you know, with the situation because it's such a serious, sad thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, maybe You, it's you just ruined that your it, own
1: fucking movie.
0: Maybe it's just that it focused on kids. And like, usually movies that focus on kids, like horror movies, I can't really get into them. And I feel like that's mainly because you know that there's, like, a safety Like 99% of the time, they're not going to kill off the young kids. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have these clowns in the house and it's a creepy idea, but you know that they're safe. Mm -hmm. The only one that really gets into real danger is Randy, which I don't remember if it even shows like if Randy lived or not, because I know he was pretty fucked up by the clowns. And then they drag him into the living room or whatever to keep him away from where the clowns already know he's at. And then it never really shows him after that
1: plot holes <clears throat> i feel like the plot of this this movie's a little outrageous too it's like what are the chances that escape mental patients are going to go and and want to be clowns you know
0: well i mean they were at the circus it's not like they like decided specifically we're going to be clowns like they killed the clowns and then saw their makeup and were like fucking with their makeup and like oh okay and they saw the picture of the clown that was drawn like how the makeup is done And just went for that. I mean, they're fucking crazy, so. I don't know. I I think a big problem with this movie, like I said, the main characters were kids. And you know that they're safe. But the people that did die, it was like people you don't really care about. So there's
1: real no, there was no real there's, horror build-up in the movie because exactly.
0: was, there's was really. That's why it was boring. Yeah, I mean, looking at the people who died, there was the three actual clowns. Okay, whatever. I think the two store owners died, which don't know them, really don't care. And then the clowns get killed. Which like you're that, happy. The evil clowns, so, yeah. I mean, there's really nobody that, like, you're sad that they die or, like, you're rooting for them to live because you know that the... The protagonists are gonna live.
1: I feel like horror in general is super duper famous for doing that, where they connect you with the wrong characters and then they kill off. You know what I mean? Or they they kill off the characters they choose not to connect you with, and it's it's way more satis- satisfying if you're connected or not not satisfying, but you can You have that
0: emotional connection. Yeah, there's to them, there's yeah. like
1: excitement or sadness to it. So either you're going to be really... Like, in a horror movie, you should either be really happy somebody got killed or you should be really angry that somebody got killed. I feel like if you don't care, they're not doing it the right way. You should have some sort of attachment to the characters, whether it's, I hate that fucking person, they're so annoying, or, oh, my God, I love them, why did they die, you know?
0: Yeah. And this movie failed on that. I think this movie really just set out to focus on the fears of children, and it's...
1: Kind of creepy that that's...
0: (laughs) Not not literally, I mean, like, the the theme of the movie. But mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not something that I personally find creepy at all.
1: No. Yeah, no, I, f- I feel like uh, this out of the three movies that we watched this week, this movie I probably had the highest hopes for, and it let me down the most.
0: Yeah. And it's I, I feel like it's not one of those things where I hype myself up too much for it, and I'm just going in with high expectations. I feel like it really just wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, like... There wasn't anything specifically that I could pick out that I could say, like, I really enjoyed this about yeah, this Yeah, see, movie. this wouldn't
1: be a movie either where if I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm really into interested in, like, horror movies, I love horror, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, check out Clown House. They'd be like, mm, eh, no, I wouldn't really recommend it. Like, it's fine. If you want to watch it, watch it. But, like, you're not going to feel any different before or after. I've, at least I didn't. Like, it did, does not make a difference in my horror-loving life <laughs> at all. Like, it, it, meh. just another movie that I'll forget about in a few weeks. Same. Which I'm glad about because I don't want to support that fucker. I'm not going to see Jeepers Creepers 3. Go watch it. I uh, will I will illegally download it. <laughs> I'm not paying you, fucker.
0: <laughs> all right. Ratings? Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm going to give this movie... A higher rating than I'd give its director of a two and a half. It just like it wasn't that it was bad. It wasn't that it was good. It was just like blah. Like the whole movie was just like it started at one note and it and it the middle was at that note and the end was at that note. It was just very like please end, please, please just fucking end, just shut off. I was hoping I lost electricity while watching this.
0: <laughs> All right. So after watching the movie, I was thinking, I was like, all right, I'll probably give it like a four. Thinking back on it now that we're discussing it and like in the time since then that I've had to really think about it, I don't even think I would give it a four. I think I'd probably agree with you on a, a
1: 2.5. 2.5, the Horror Haven average. Again,
0: half of <laughs> Horror Haven average. <laughs>
1: yeah, half. I feel that this movie, mm, I don't think that I was affected by the situation, but at the same time, I think I may have been affected by the situation.
0: I don't. I don't think I was re- like. There's
1: parts I, of the movie that I'm just like, ew, like it's so obvious that this guy's a freaking
0: creep. Yeah, but I mean, I, I tried to go in looking at it with that in the back, like without that, on my mind. Like erased. Looking at yeah, looking at it as if I didn't. It was hard not know. to. I wouldn't even say. I mean, yeah, there's some creepy stuff in it, but. That stuff aside, I still wouldn't think that it's a good movie. I'm gonna
1: say this. If you know of what Victor Salva did, and you've never seen the movie, and you know how the child in this movie is affiliated with him, you can totally tell what was going on by watching this movie. Like, it's weird. Like, there's just a weird undertone, and he focuses on the little boy in really weird spots way too much.
0: I would like to see somebody totally steal this idea and remake this movie with a similar theme but done a little better.
1: And not creepy. Like creepy in a
0: good way. Like escape mental patients fucking creepy. Escape mental patients dressed as clowns fucking creepy. Like family stuck in a house being tortured by these creepy mental patient clowns fucking creepy. Not done well. In this movie. I
1: feel like this is like a story. You know what I mean? Like the creepy mental patients that are clowns. Like I feel like prior to watching this movie, this was a story I knew. You know what I mean? Like I feel like this tale has been told before. It's not his original idea. Maybe. Like not that it's not his original idea, but what I'm saying is it's like it seems like one of those things that... A parent might come up with at a campfire yeah. to fuck with their children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was like, he built on the idea, but I feel like it was already there. You know what I mean? Enough about this pig. Let's go. <laughs> I physically cannot get it off. It's suffocating. One, oh. two.
0: Oh, Daddy. Oh, Jack, sweetie, let's get you to bed. That's not, Daddy. I can feel myself changing to my husband? It's not a costume. It's skin of a demon. It five children into its tail. One child winter. Alright, the last movie we're gonna talk about is Clown. Its release date is labeled as 2014. It actually wasn't released in the United States until like 2016. Not really sure the exact reason for the delay on that. I feel like
1: anything Eli Roth is affiliated with gets delayed.
0: (laughs) The Green Inferno, too, yeah. Um, The movie was produced by Eli Roth, but it was directed by John Watts. A lot of confusion comes about with that. A lot of people think that Eli Roth made the movie which wasn't the case
1: you can tell it's not eli roth by watching it though
0: yeah so the story behind the way this movie got made was john watts made this fake trailer for a movie and it was the fake trailer for this movie and at the end of it it says directed by eli roth so i guess the movie got a lot of buzz on the internet and people were messaging eli roth like oh i'm really excited for your new movie and he's like well i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) so uh finally he gets attention to this and he watched it and he really enjoyed it and he's like this sounds interesting so he messages john watts and john watts says hey i'm really sorry that i put your name on here like please don't sue me and eli roth's responds, is like oh i'm not going to sue you but I do want to talk to you about the movie because I think it looks great. So he met up with him, and he's like, do you have an actual <laughs> Can idea? Can you
1: imagine that sigh of relief that yeah. guy must have had? Like, whoo.
0: <laughs> So Eli Roth meets up with John Watts, and he's like, hey, do you have an actual idea for this movie? Because I want to actually make it. And John Watts worked to create a script for the movie, and they made the movie. It was his directorial debut. He went on to direct... Spider-Man, Spider-Man Homecoming, which it's funny because John Watts started out with a horror movie went on to make Spider-Man Homecoming Sam Sam Raimi started out with a horror movie went on to make Spider-Man this movie the ending scene is definitely like derived from the ending of Evil Dead.
1: Oh, yeah, there's definitely um, aspects of it. There. The
0: the clown gets decapitated, spoiler alert, and his skin That's the only way. his skin melts off, and it looks like the original Evil Dead when the dead eyes start melting away at the mm-hmm. end of the movie. That's cool. Yeah. Love Evil Dead. So if you throw some Evil Dead love in your movie, I yeah, appreciate like if you. If you touch
1: on e- Evil Dead or Texas Chainsaw, we're going to love it. Well, <laughs> I'm going to love it. Dylan's probably sick of Texas Chainsaw at this point. I like this
0: movie. I thought it was cool. I mean... Yeah, well, let me get a oh. plot summary quick. Uh, the movie follows a guy who... His son is, like, obsessed with clowns. kind of creepy. And he is I having a clown... would say
1: his son's obsessed with clowns. He's having a He's clown birthday party. for having a clown at his birthday But party. who
0: has a clown birthday party? It's 2017. This movie's made 2014. Who in 2014... What, what do you want them to have? iPhone birthday parties? Let the kids be kids. No, like fucking Pokemon. All some Pokemon no. birthday parties. Let the kids <laughs> be
1: old school kids and have clowns at their party.
0: Anyway, so the kid was supposed to have a clown at his birthday party. The clown calls and cancels. So the dad is he f- buys and flips houses. He's a real estate agent. He is at this house that he's flipping, and he finds an old clown costume. So he puts it on. Very shows up, convenient. Yeah, shows up at his son's birthday dressed as his clown, and at the end of the night, he's unable to take the clown costume off. No, he off. falls
1: asleep in it. When he wakes up and he can't get it off.
0: So, come to find out later in the movie that the clown costume is actually made from the skin of a demon that would pose as this clown to lure children and...
1: It didn't pose as a clown. I mean, it... It was called, like, a a clown with a Y. I don't know how you pronounce it. It's pronounced slightly different, but it's C-L-O-Y-N instead uh, of W-N.
0: But it would feed on children, so he starts getting this, like, hunger for children, and...
1: I hate that sound.
0: Where his stomach starts rolling? Yeah, it's like... Yeah.
1: It's so gross.
0: And he just starts going after these kids. Now, this movie was not afraid to kill children. (laughs) No,
1: it wasn't. It killed a lot of children. Like, blood, guts, ass everywhere. I said it for Erica. Blood, guts, and ass. Yeah. Is that what she says?
0: Yeah. Yeah, this movie was not afraid to go into child murder. Which I'm not gonna say I'm a big fan of child murder, but you know, you kind of like movies that test the limit. Yeah, coming from Clown House, where you're like, all right, the kids are safe, to this movie where you're like, all right, the kids are fucked.
1: I like this scene too, like, cause he's fighting it for a while. He's like, no, I'm not gonna eat children. And then there's a scene where he like, there's like Boy Scouts camping, right? Was it Boy Scouts? Yeah. They're camping, and this little chubby kid like has to pee or whatever. He goes into the woods, and it looks like he's like a hobo just sitting in the woods. And he's like, "Do you got anything to eat?" And the kid's like, "I got a candy bar." And he's like a little chubby kid, so you're like, "Oh, he has candy bar. Of course he does." <laughs> and then he's like, "He's like, can I have it?" And he like goes to hand it to him, and he bites his freaking finger off right then and there. It was awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. Give nobody. Money. So one thing I pointed out when we watched this movie, no child in this movie has ever been warned of stranger danger. No. There's the kid at the hotel that's, like, coming up to the guy like, hey, I have all this food. You want some food? Want to hang out? Want to come back to my place? And, by the way, I want his hot tub club shirt. Um, if anybody can With find penguin. me. If anybody can find me a hot tub club shirt, please send it my way. Um, or send me a link, whatever. He can fit in a medium. Uh, yeah. No. Don't You don't even need to buy it. Just send me a link because I want a hot tub club shirt. We're broke <laughs> by it. Not i um, But... Yeah, like, that kid. And then, like, the one girl, when they're at Chuck E. Cheese, she's like, oh, can you take me home? I've seen you once before. You seem nice. Take me to my house. And okay, like, in
1: her defense, okay, the lady did work at the dentist's office. Like, she has a background check.
0: That's not a background check.
1: No, they definitely do a background check for a pedi- pediatrician, pediatric dentist. Absolutely background check. If you work with kids, background check. I got, like, seven on
0: me yeah but if you're a fucking child murderer that's not gonna come back as a background in a background check like nobody's gonna know that shit in the
1: real world, you're gonna get caught quicker way quicker than movie world. So I guess you're right in this instance since it is not real world
0: but the the kids were just <coughs> way too okay with talking to strangers and leaving with strangers and that part kind of was like, eh. dude,
1: that bitch was heartless too. okay, so the reason why Okay, so what happened is is um so the wife of Kent. He has, like, a journal about this demon that he got from the guy who was trying to protect the costume. And it says, like, the, the book has the lore, and it's saying that the, that you can make, like, a deal with the clown if you, like, talk to it. And it might give you a deal, like, bring me one more child or bring me two more ch- children to eat, and then I'll let whomever who's in my skin go. So, <clears throat> you know, she hears that, and, like, she gets that, like, look on my eye, in her eyes, like, can I kill a child to save my husband? Will I do this? So they go to, he, he ends up eating some children. It was an accident. It wasn't his fault at the um, Chuck E. Cheese place. And all the kids are running around, and this one girl comes up to her that recognizes her and is like, hey, can I have a ride home? Like, I remember you from my dentist's office. She's like, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, oh, great. She looks at her, and I'm like, yep. She's going she's gonna to feed her to this clown. So she brings the girl to the woods, locks her out. The girl's like begging, please, please, I'm scared there's something out here. And she leaves her out there. Luckily, it was the fucking cop. Dumb bitch. Tried to kill a child. Not cool. Not fucking cool.
0: And it turns out the whole thing was just uh, like a ploy because Ken, who is now completely taken over by this demon, basically said like, take her to the lake. And I'll kill her there. But while the wife is doing this, Kent's going back to their house to kill their son.
1: I would, I would have eaten the son.
0: Of the three movies, I think this was my favorite that we watched. I did for enjoy sure. this
1: one a lot. Um, I do want to bring up the suit. This it, it's skin. is yeah. What it is, and it's kind of cool because at first it does just look like a suit, and it looks like it has like that white ruffle that older clown costumes have around the neck, uh, the collar. Mm-hmm. Um. But as he wears it, it kind of does start looking like, like almost like snake skin, like the pattern on it.
0: I think the demon was very creepy. Um,
1: Oh yeah, when he like fully turns. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and especially the
1: makeup's excellent too.
0: Especially not even so much. I mean, it it was well done once he's fully turned. But when it shows Carlson, who is the man who was possessed by the demon previously, there's like old video footage of him while he's possessed and he's like tied to this chair and. It's very much, like, it's very much, like, begotten, like, the, from the 90s. It's just, like, that style footage to give you an idea of it. And it is. It's very creepy.
1: Now, the plot line of this movie, that I feel is, like, a little, like, obvious. Like, it was very kind of, like, it was... Everything worked out way too perfectly, and it, like, everything was hinted way too... Like, you knew what was going to happen next. Like, the kid, the kid's mother calls... Kent, and she's like, oh, the clown canceled, and he just happens to find a clown costume. It's yeah, it was, it was convenient. very convenient. Yeah. And then, like the kid's like, oh, you want food? And then his stomach starts growling, and you know he's not hungry for the food. He's hungry for the kids, and it's just like everything that happens next is just so obvious. Um, that's my only real complaint, and it's just kind of like it's a good movie. It really is, and I would I would recommend it. But um, it almost feels like not. I don't want to say poorly made but like it feels like a made for tv
0: i don't think so i i
1: do like it just doesn't feel like complete like they're like i got most of the money i wanted to make this but not quite enough so some cool shit that i could have done got cut out Eh, that's how i feel like i I feel like the clown was awesome the makeup was awesome but like like the houses didn't feel like real homes like nothing felt real to me And that's, that's just what I got from it. I mean, Dylan didn't get that. No. So maybe I'm just looking too into it, but I did. And, like, there was no connection, like, chemistry between the family. Like, the wife and the husband didn't seem connected, and they didn't seem very connected with their child.
0: I think the reason for that is because the movie jumps right into the Yeah, plot. I guess. I think if they started the movie out with, like, showing the family beforehand... Well, she was way too pretty different. for him.
1: I think that's the big, the big issue.
0: <laughs> it would have been a lot more different because... It literally starts at the birthday party. He's not even at the birthday party. And, like, he gets this suit and puts it on, like, the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. So it really just jumps right into the plot, which is something I enjoyed. It was, there was no, like, downtime or boring moments. It was literally right into the plot, and then you have the story going. It could have, that could have also been a downfall for it, too, because you really didn't have a buildup, and it kind of just. Started out high and then stayed high the whole time.
1: Now I feel like this movie hinted that if he took the costume off the day of, he would have been able to get it off, because it wasn't until after he fell asleep where the costume tightened.
0: I don't know, because Carlson, when he had it on, didn't he say he put it on for the one day for the children's hospital and then he couldn't get. He couldn't get. Yeah,
1: but like, like I'm saying though, it shows. It literally shows him fall asleep and then like in the middle of the night, it like becomes skin tight. It's not. You know what I mean? So I'm wondering if there's like a, an amount of time that you can get away with, with wearing it for.
0: Yeah, I I don't know it.
1: It almost it, but but the thing that's that's kind of cool about it is it does make you feel like this clown lore is real, you know.
0: Yeah, it was. It seemed like a legitimate like folklore from like type.
1: like I feel like like. Like, well, it was from like
0: Norway or something. Yeah, or something. like so, Norwegian
1: yeah. parents would definitely tell their children <laughs> that a clown's gonna eat them if, if they're bad, you know.
0: Well, I mean the the clown itself, like the demon was from one of those Yeah, like, I know like, I'm Iceland just, or something. I'm just
1: saying, like I could see Vikings making that shit up, <laughs> right?
0: I liked the uh I liked the little quirky moments and I I know a lot of people complained a little bit about that, but there's the movie's such a dark movie, I feel. Like the theme i guess probably just the fact that he's like killing kids and i
1: think not even just the killing of the kids but how willing he is to kill his own child
0: yeah it's it's a very dark theme but there are some like quirky moments like there's a part where he buys a gun and he's gonna blow his brains out and he like shoots himself in the head and it's rainbow and yeah it's like rainbow colored blood splatters behind him so i i thought that that was i i liked it more than i probably would have if another movie tried to do something that
1: I think, I think the key was that it wasn't, like, bright-colored first off. It was very dark, and but mm-hmm. you could see the, the different colors. And I think the key was that the rest of the movie did stay very serious and very dark. So it wasn't like, oh, we're going to just go total cheese fest and just, like, add on with Rainbow Blood. It, and it was done in a really, really unique and interesting way to where it didn't take away from the the seren- uh, seriousness of the movie.
0: I liked it. I liked the story of how it came to be because I think it's... Cool that this like indie he he just made it as a joke a fun project like a joke yeah, yeah. and it got the recognition of one of the biggest names in horror.
1: It's definitely not an Eli, Eli Roth movie though. Like no. watch it. It doesn't. <laughs> Eli-, Eli Roth has a very specific feel. I think we talked about this like
0: when we did an Eli Roth yeah. episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like we there's certain horror movies and or horror movie directors that you can watch their movie and you're like oh that's. Eli Roth, that's, you know, uh, Stephen King. They have, like, these very specific tones. Um, but this was not an Eli Roth movie. Um, but I think it's kind of cool that he... The way he got involved in it. So... Um, Kudos to you, Eli Roth, for not suing him because you guys made a pretty alright movie.
0: I, I have a lot of fun anytime I watch this movie, too. Like, this wasn't my first time watching it. The first time I watched it um, was with Steven up in New York. We watched it with a bunch of friends of ours, and the movie itself wasn't funny, but we we're kind of making jokes about it. We make, you know, not to brag. We make some pretty funny commentary when we watch movies. Like, Sierra and I do it, especially with Erica when we're here. We
1: always say we're going to record us and, like, release, like, bonus episodes (laughs) of our commentary. But we haven't gotten around to watching all the movies together, so.
0: Yeah, but we had a group of people, and it was actually my first time visiting New York since we moved down here, I think. And it was my first night up there, and I would, I, I just hadn't seen anybody in so long. So we we're like, all right, let's start this movie on. Like we found it, and we were waiting. We've been waiting to watch it, so we threw it on, and we were just making jokes the whole time. And it was such like a, a fun experience watching the movie. And I was worried watching it again that I wasn't gonna get it, but I, I did. I still enjoyed it just as much, and I had a lot of fun watching it a second time. Um, I definitely recommend it.
1: We didn't make fun commentary on this one.
0: No, in my head I was. The Hot Tub Club shirt. I want that fucking Hot Tub Club shirt. Killer Clowns
1: from Outer Space had some good commentary.
0: I want that Hot Tub Club shirt.
1: Ratings? Yeah. I'm gonna give that one a seven. I think that the dark tone was really good. Um, It wasn't overly dark, mainly because the director isn't a pervert. (laughs) Um, And there was, you know, Rainbow Blood, which, like, who bleeds rainbow blood but clowns and unicorns? No, it was fun. Uh, I thought it was cool that they weren't afraid to go to the route of I'm going to kill my own kid and eat him for dinner. Like, that's ballsy. You go for your first directorial debut. You were ballsy, and I appreciate that.
0: I am going to give this movie a 7.4. I, like I said, I always have fun watching it. Um, I, I like the dark tone to it. and then I do like that it pushed boundaries a little bit um i i like the little quirky add-ins which i i normally would kind of be against but i feel like it it balanced well and it fit well (coughs) it felt it fit well with this movie so i i think a 7.4 is where i'd rate it i would definitely recommend it to other people so that's going to make our average rating a 7.2 which is also the instagram rating so thanks guys Alright, that's going to wrap it up for our clown-themed episode. We want to thank everyone for listening. We also want to thank anyone who contributed ratings to this week's films on our Instagram. We always love hearing from you guys. If you're not already, follow us on Instagram, at Horror Haven Podcast. We post the movies that we're going to be covering each week and ask you guys to rate them so that we can discuss your ratings on the episode. Uh, You can also follow us on Facebook at Horror Haven Podcast. You can follow our website at horrorhavenmedia.com. Which is recently updated. Look at that. Um, We have a schedule of our upcoming episodes on that website as well as past movies that we've covered and our past ratings for those. Which
1: which is not updated. (laughs) It's
0: not updated, but we're working on it. Uh, Next week, we're going to be doing a second part to our Stephen King episode. We did Stephen King back in episode 10, I believe. And we're going to be covering three more movies. We're going to be covering It, which the episode is, comes out the day of... The new release. The new release.
1: Which we're going to see.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, we're also going to be covering Carrie and Secret Window. So look forward to that. Three great movies. Really excited to discuss them.
1: Um, and before we say goodnight, uh, I do want to bring up that with the website update, I do have a little thing on there. Um with a link to our email. If you guys are interested, we are looking for content creators. Um, anybody who review wants to review horror movies um, that are recently released, uh, write horror stories. If you want to link your blog that you write about scary things, maybe you make creepypastas. I don't know. But we're looking for people that want to be involved. So let's connect. Email us. Call me if you can find my number. I wish you luck. All
0: right, have a good night. Good
1: night.